0: is you have to have a financial plan. How many times have you said this on, the, on mm. this podcast? You have to have a financial plan. You have to have a, a budget in place. And I know people don't necessarily like the term budget. If you want to call it a spending plan, uh, that you can do that as well. But you do have to know how to manage your money. And every time you get paid, as long as you are earning more than what you're spending, you can then allocate money to these different
1: parts. Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy, Peter, and I'm with my co-host, my bro, Jax. How are you today? Yes, yes, Peter.
0: Um, I'm very good. Actually, at the point of recording this episode, we are approaching uh, my one year anniversary. Um, hmm. So probably when this comes out, it will be um, on my anniversary or just just after. But yeah, it's been amazing so far. My wife has, you know, not for going to remind me every every other day that I had is <laughs> coming up so I'm very well informed and I'm quite excited about it too.
1: Wow no nah, man massive congrats and advice! I can't believe a whole year has gone already if you remember probably this time last year I would have done the first solo episode of Woke Finance.
0: <laughs> yes yes I, I quite remember yeah <laughs> well was it because I was quite busy?
1: No, you was away on your honeymoon, man. It was like a, f- a day after or something, your wedding. And yeah, you was away on honeymoon and stuff. So um, it was only me down for the episode.
0: Oh, yes. I would have been on the other side of the world, either Bali <laughs> or, or Singapore. I think I believe it was actually Bali, Indonesia.
1: Yeah. Uh, wow, man. I can't believe that a whole year is gone, man. But yeah, massive... Congrats um, to you both in advance, man. Um, and good to hear from you, my bro, and for our listeners, wherever you are in the world, man, we do appreciate you and recognize you, we appreciate your ongoing support and keeping the podcast going, man. Always sharing the um, episodes with um, people on socials, friends, families, and giving us feedback. We always, always appreciate it. So a massive shout out to you um, as well. Um, On today's episode, um, as ever, it will be around an area of personal finance. And today we're going to be talking about some things that we touch on in separate different episodes, but we're going to bring it together a bit. And it's going to be around savings and investing and in particular, different areas of savings um, and what you might do and different areas of saving, how to go about saving for particular um, purchases. And then also how to go about investing. But more importantly, we'll be touching on these things. But more importantly, how do you prioritize between your saving and investing? Um, So, yeah, we'll be taking a bit of a dive into that. Um, If that works for you, Jax. Yeah, that works well. It's something that
0: I think can really, really help our listeners. I think personal finance can be quite complicated sometimes. And I think when you're able to uh, compartmentalize it, it makes it very easy for people to then, you know, piggyback off that.
1: Absolutely. Now, I guess starting from the beginning, you know, and everyone will be on different um, parts of their own journey, whoever's listening. But starting from the beginning, when it comes to savings from zero, essentially, um, you know, there's certain things that we talk about, which the first thing really is around linking into after you paid off debts and stuff like that, but really linking into um, putting together your emergency fund as well. Um, Let's take a bit of a dive into that
0: yeah yeah so I think um most people probably now have heard of what an emergency fund is but if you haven't essentially it's a savings pot that you create in order to uh, use only when an emergency occurs in your life so that could be um one you know uh people say normally three to six months worth of your expenses um you can start off with 1000 pounds that's often known as a starter emergency fund I say that because I know many people have listened to the Ramsey and at £1,000. Remember that it's just a starter emergency fund. Mm. But normally people say, yeah, three to six months worth of your expenses, wherever that is, um, that should be how much you have in your emergency fund. And then, you know, I say we can go even up to a year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've done tons of episodes around emergency funds, so we won't dwell too much on that. And how we're looking at this, uh, Jax, is essentially almost um, as almost like buckets really to savings and investing. And we're going to be touching on three, which of course um, was the first one around emergency funds as well, which is almost your first bucket. And then we'll touch on the other two, but most importantly, how can you prioritize the different buckets as well when it comes to saving and investing?
0: Yeah, yeah, there, there are essentially uh, three buckets and the way to differentiate those buckets is normally to do with timeline. So, um, you know, the first bucket we've just spoken about is the emergency fund. Um, the second bucket is essentially savings for any near-term purchases. And when we say near-term, we're not necessarily talking about something you're going to buy within the next few weeks or the next few months. Of course, that could definitely fall into the category. But what we're really talking about is anything that needs to be paid for probably for the, up to the next three years. So if you're saving to uh, you know, potentially buy a car or something of the kind in the next three years, that fits within this bucket. And I would say anything that goes up to uh, five years, that's probably what we call your medium term savings. This is something that you definitely want to save for. And when we talk about the type of saving, we're not talking about just investing it into something that's quite volatile. We're talking about saving it into something that may not bounce around so, many, so much because the time frame is pretty short-lived.
1: And, and when you are talking about that, when we talk about saving for near-term purchases um, and the type of you know accounts or products we put our money into or we save our money into, how does that compare to an emergency fund in terms of where we put our emergency fund in?
0: That's a brilliant question. Um, so and that's that's a that's how we differentiate the two as well. So the emergency fund rumor is there purely for emergencies. So the money you're putting into an emergency fund has absolutely nothing with to do with the return, right? So uh if you're brutally honest, your emergency fund. Probably will, will lose some of its real value to inflation, but that's, that's that that doesn't matter. That's not the problem. That's not the you're not trying to find a solution for that. This is the most uh risk free asset that you have, right? It's in pure savings, pure savings. You know you don't take any risk at all. Yes, you may earn some interest on it, but it's not an investment. It's purely savings. The difference between that um, bucket and the second bucket is the second bucket, you can take a tiny bit of risk. Essentially, here, you do actually care about the return you're going to get on the money. However, you're not willing to take a lot of risk to get that return. So an example is um, your emergency fund can literally just be in your savings account with your your bank, right? Just a standard savings account. Uh, Whereas um, your medium-term savings, for example, could be in, uh, let's say, a, f- a fixed rate interest account, right, for two years. That may give you, let's say, a five percent return. It could be in a a, a cash ISA. It could be in a um, premium bond, for example. Mm. And it can also be in what we call money market um, mutual funds. That's something that has actually become much more popular to- nowadays because interest rates have gone up. And it can also be in a multi-asset mutual fund, but more on a cautious side. Because mm. we know that uh, multi-asset mutual funds and index funds usually have three categories, which could be cautious, balanced, or adventurous. If your time frame is less than five years, chances are you don't want to be on the adventurous side, or maybe not even a balanced side. You want to be much more on the cautious side because you're taking less risk. And the chances are the person managing that mutual fund will probably invest in money market funds anyway. So that's the difference between the first bucket which is the emergency fund, no return. You don't really care about the return. You may get some return, but you don't care about that. It's purely for emergencies. The second bucket, you're being a bit more intentional with getting some level of return on your money, but um, you're not willing to take risk for it because you're about to spend that money on something that you're actually saving for.
1: And usually when when you're t- when it's quite low risk, I mean, you know, no investments are guaranteed or anything. Um, but when it's quite low risk, it tends to mean your money is fairly safe and you, you will see some sort of return essentially.
0: Well, exactly. Um, so the type of asset class that it will be in is uh money market instruments such as government bonds, for example, and it's something called repos, which we won't get into today. But essentially it's a way to invest your money and get a return uh, in a very, very minimal risk way, which yeah, often you won't lose any money on those. The government but, is not about to go bankrupt here in the UK anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and for the newbie listener, perhaps just joining into our episode for the first time, why is it important that when thinking of near-term purchases, and we're talking under, you know, three years or even under five years in some cases, why is it important not to put your money in slightly riskier investments?
0: Yeah, so, so you know, uh, essentially investing is all about risk and reward. We take a level of risk for a return and risk is often measured in volatility, which means how often is the price of the asset you have bought going to go up and down, right? So if you put your money into something that is quite volatile, which means uh, whenever there's any sort of, let's say, negative news, um, the stock, for example, will go down in value by a lot, right? Um, and when things are looking good, it might go up a lot. So that's the volatility we're talking about. The issue is no one has a crystal ball to know what's going to happen um, in, a, in a short term uh, to even medium term. And so uh the major risk that you have, if you are someone who's obviously trying to buy something in the next couple of years or so, and you want to invest the money into something risky is yes, it could work out for you that, you know, the investment can go up tremendously in that two years, but uh, it can equally go down in quite a lot of value as well. And unfortunately at that moment you actually need the money so you need to actually cash out of your investment so what you'll be doing is you'll be cashing out your investment um, at a loss crystallizing Mm. the loss in order to make the purchase which means unfortunately you may not even be able to make the purchase and may have to delay it further
1: um, and so on and so forth. Mm, no yeah man um and so yeah hopefully that 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 made um perfect sense for the newbie listener as well and if you didn't um understand that please do check out um go actually if you're just dialing and tuning in for the first time we encourage you go all the way to episode one and you will definitely understand by the time you've listened to all of our episodes (laughs) yeah i mean
0: you know on this this podcast we we don't give any form of financial advice um Mm -hmm. so we're not saying you have to uh you know invest in something low risk or go for something high risk essentially this is an educational channel so what we're giving you is the education behind volatility and knowing for sure that if you invest in something that has got volatility which means it is more risky there is a
1: chance that you can actually lose money when it comes to
0: actually using that money to buy something
1: yeah and and and, and i guess that strictly goes on to the what i will guess the third bucket in terms of you know um there being potential to put your money in a a bit more riskier um, assets than in the second bucket that we've just described as well. So do you want to touch on the the third bucket when it comes to savings and investing?
0: Yeah, so so the third bucket is all about long-term investing. And when we talk about long-term, we're talking in the decades. And yes, we say, you know, risk is not a scary term. It shouldn't scare people. Again, as I said, uh, in investment management, we measure risk through volatility. So it doesn't mean you're going to lose money. It's just how much that price of the asset bounces around uh, in the short term. And so generally speaking, what the data shows us and what history shows us is the more riskier the asset, the higher the expected return, okay? So the easiest way to understand it intuitively is someone who, let's say, invested in, uh, I don't know, Amazon when it, when you know it was going through It's a volatile stage uh, during the dot-com bubble. That time, there wasn't a huge company. Definitely, it wasn't even close to what it is right now, right? Um, That would have been seen as a risky investment, right? It would have been seen as a very volatile new technology type of stock. Um, But, you know, if someone had a long-term horizon and was able to take that, that risk, then yes, even though there would have been volatility on the journey, that person would have made a lot of money now. Now, of course, we don't. We generally on work finance don't um, advocate for single stock picks. Generally speaking, we do think that you can do it, but generally speaking, we think it's great to uh, uh, buy the hair rather than the needle. If that's the same, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you know, we we generally like people to invest in uh, either index funds, mutual funds, or multi asset funds um, as the core of their portfolio. Anyway, and generally, even the core using multi asset funds as an example. Um, if you go for an adventurous type of multi-asset fund versus a cautious multi-asset fund, the adventurous is most likely going to do much better over the 20-year timeframe, significantly better. Mm. But during that journey, it would have gone through some a lot of ups and downs. But that's okay because you've got that long timeframe and you can stomach those uh, times where the stock market goes down. And in fact, you can benefit from them if you are someone who's dollar-cost averaging or pound-cost averaging. Mm. and so yeah if you if you were investing for the decade um then generally you want to uh or you can accept to take more risk because you have a higher
1: capacity for loss for example hmm. no I love that I love that um and I guess it's, it's preference but I definitely know which bucket I'm more excited about um <laughs> after going through them and 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 I guess you know with these three buckets Jax how does one go about I guess prioritizing these yeah. from a percentage value, a nominal value. Like, how yeah. do I make sure? Because there's only so much money I'm earning. How do I make sure I'm prioritizing <laughs> these?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you definitely want to prioritize uh, the emergency fund first. Um, of course, alongside or after you've paid off all your debts, um, or your credit card debt, consumer debt, anyway. And so, um, that is a priority. You make sure you, um, you know, you get that to at least three months space. Um, I, I think six months is better personally, but you want to definitely get to the, the emergency fund first. And then you definitely want to um, think about your medium term purchases, right? Because it's something that's definitely coming, for example. Um, I guess it also depends on whether, in the, especially in the middle bucket, whether you're looking to uh, purchase wants or needs. That's something that's very, very important to decipher. So that's something mm. you have to consider as well. And I also say the final stage, the final bucket, the long-term investment is also extremely important. So in terms of all three, they are all, in my opinion, equally as important. Um, but in terms of the actual journey, you definitely want to start off the emergency fund first because the others come with a level of risk, especially the, the, the final bucket. What I would encourage people to do, though, is uh, try and do these simultaneously. And the way to do this simultaneously, which means basically do them at the same time, is you have to have a financial plan. How many times have we said this on, the, on this mm-hmm. podcast? You have to have a financial plan. You have to have a, a budget in place. And I know people don't necessarily like the term budget. If you want to call it a spending plan, uh, that you can do that as well. But you do have to know how to manage your money. And every time you get paid, as long as you are earning more than what you're spending, you can then allocate money to these different parts. But the first point you want to fill up first is definitely the emergency fund.
1: So there you have it, man. Get the emergency fund filled up, and then I guess with from the sounds of it, with um the second and third bucket, you know, um having a financial plan, um and whatever fits within that, that will almost determine just how much you're putting into the uh the second bucket and the third bucket. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you know there are some things that I think. Personally, you probably want to continue doing as long as you're earning a good income, which is contributing towards your pension. So, pensions mm. will fall into the third bucket, mm. um which at first, when you hit a third bucket, you might say, Oh, is long term investing? It may not be the biggest priority, but you are looking to retire at some stage, right? So, uh, you do definitely, at least in my opinion, anyway. Let me know if you agree, Peter is if you are someone who is employed, you should be part of your workplace pension scheme and begin that free contribution and that tax efficiency. And if you are also self-employed and have a limited account, you definitely as well should be contributing to towards a pension, which um, is also an expendable item and reduces your corporation tax. So I think that's, even though that's part of the third bucket, I think that's the one that I say within the third bucket is non-negotiable,
1: generally speaking. You had me at free contributions, man. Um, so no, absolutely. Um, and it's funny, even at the beginning of this episode, when we were just saying how quickly the year has gone with you celebrating another um, anniversary. And so um, time will just fly. Um, yeah. And before you know it, it will be that time to access that pension. So everything we're doing now, time is going to go. But it's so important that we're quite intentional about building for when that time does come.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think the key thing is, uh, you know, we should always review. Um, you know, I review uh, every quarter. I think that's mm-hmm. really important. Um, I do a more in-depth review every six months. Uh, but every quarter, I have a quick review. And I also try and review my buckets um, every time my circumstances change. So that includes, uh, let's say, a bonus at work. That includes uh, maybe a job change. Uh, for those people that maybe have children that may obviously obviously changes things right mm. so there's a lot that can happen that will cost you cause you to you know reassess um how you prioritize these buckets um you know if you're spending now your emergency fund because you've lost your job at some point you need to prioritize the emergency fund again because you need mm. to rebuild it back up um if you're trying to buy a car for the next three years and that's a priority to you in terms of you know how you maneuver Then you know, you may need to put more money towards that bucket and create sinking funds for these things, um, rather than contributing more towards your ISA. But again, even within that, I would always say it's important to, you know, do all
1: three to some degree. Mm. And this is why we always say finance is personal because it really does depend on your circumstances, and you only really know your circumstances, obviously, when you're going through it, but also being quite intentional and i'm putting together that plan and reviewing that plan as well as yeah. uh, you know jack said as circumstances change um, and even whether circumstances or not we you know um jacks i don't know how often you tend to review your plans regardless of whether circumstances change or not
0: yeah so so at least every six months um and that's with my partner so we we sit down and look at the holistic financial plan yeah um but every quarter i just reassess things like the budget and to be fair every month i look at a budget but in terms of actually dialing down in terms of what we want to achieve etc every quarter so quarterly six monthly and yearly i think are good time frames to really look at your your planning and and change it if anything and i think also um people change and sentiment Mm -hmm. changes and i think Yes, you have to be mindful of that. You try try hard not to make emotional decisions. um, But if you do have a gut feeling about something, if you feel like if, you know, you don't feel comfortable with something anymore, then that's an opportunity to reassess as well. So, for example, if you, uh, I'll give an example, a more personal example. If you feel as if, um, you know, the economy is not as strong as it used to be and, uh, you know, a recession could be coming, for example... I don't think that's a time to sell out of any assets, but it may be a time for you to maybe improve your emergency fund further. Mm. So maybe go from six years, sorry, six months to nine yeah. months, <laughs> or not, definitely not six, <laughs> that's, that's six that's years. That's too much of an emergency. <laughs> so you, you going on. issues going on there, man. Uh. Uh, so you might want to go from six months to to nine months, or up to a year if you feel mm. as if you know, uh, you don't feel very comfortable where the economy is going, or maybe even at work, you feel as if things are looking a bit funny. Mm. Um, if the redundancies maybe coming, for example, with these yeah. things. Then you may want to reassess uh your your emergency fund. But the key thing is to always have something in each bucket.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and yeah, that, that can easily be a reality for anyone. So yeah, I loved love that actually. Um, but no, there's there lots of golden nuggets um there when it comes to the the free buckets to savers and investing. Um, Jack, I'm gonna take a quick pit start and just give a shout out to where we're getting new listeners from. Um I was gonna give a shout out to a place in Argentina, but I definitely cannot pronounce this so what (laughs) i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do after this i'm actually gonna go on youtube or whatever to just listen to how it's actually pronounced and then i'm gonna give a shout to this place in argentina but for now i'm gonna choose an easy one which is um a city called lima which is in peru
0: (laughs) peru it might even be
1: Lima, who knows, but I'm saying Lima. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, I think I think either way, the person won't be too offended. <laughs> um, so, uh, listen, welcome to the Woke Finance Podcast. You are here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what we do, because Woke Finance is much more than just a podcast, we do also serve in a community, head over to www.wokefinance.com wokefinance.co.uk that's www.wokefinance.co.uk and sign up to our mailing list so you are kept up to date with any new things that we're doing if you want to engage with us on social media we are predominantly on instagram that's at woke team again that's at Walk finance team follow us and slide in our dms let us know how you are enjoying our content but yeah welcome to the woke finance podcast i hope you are enjoying it and gaining tons of value
1: Come on, come on, come on. A shout out to our listeners over there. Yes, please do check out our Instagram. That's for everyone, actually. And We've got quite a lot of content from um, a recent fundraiser that we held, um, I think, just under a month ago. Um, Do check it out, get to hear from lots of people that was there on the day and some of their thoughts on what would they have done um or what would they have liked to learn about finance when they were younger as well as well as other bits of content um so do stay engaged with our um instagram as well um and yeah just a thank you again for your ongoing support to all of our listeners as well jax any final comments
0: yeah I think you know the great thing about uh personal finance is it's personal right so hmm. you know we I, I try my best to avoid using terms that like should um, and I'd I rather use words like could but I think the great thing about having a guidance and having these three buckets as guidance it is it allows you to see things in a clearer way and so I think it's great for listeners to understand that that's just how the financial journey goes it's often based on three buckets in fact the whole art of financial planning and and, and asset accumulation and wealth creation often comes from these three buckets and so I Mm -hmm. think people can use it as a guideline. And the only one that I think people somewhat should think about having is the emergency fund. Mm -hmm. The emergency fund is one of those that really is the cushion um, and the foundation of building wealth. So once you have that in place, you can then move on to the next stages, et cetera. But the key thing, as I said earlier, is for people to be simultaneously in all three buckets and adjusting it as and when they need to
1: love it love it love it so all your Warren Buffett's Jeff Bezos they all have these buckets and are putting different pots of money into at various different points in their life
0: absolutely I mean their emergency fund looks very differently (laughs) Uh, they may not even call it an emergency fund but
1: trust me they do have some money stored somewhere (laughs) absolutely absolutely now thanks for that Jaxman super useful and hopefully very useful for our listeners as well Um, Keep staying tuned, keep looking out for new episodes every Sunday, hitting you, um, your podcast platforms. Um, Keep liking, subscribing, commenting and all of that good stuff. And remember all, stay woke.